Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hi, I Think You're Nice. My name is Sarah Hanshar. I am your host, and this is the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. Today's episode is all about Harry Potter. Yes, my cousin and I freaking love Harry Potter. What else can I say? So for about an hour, we talk about the books, the movies, the theme parks, the conventions, this, that, and the other, our favorite characters, our favorite plot lines, stories we love to tell, and lessons we have learned. So what I'm trying to tell you is that there are spoilers left, right, and center. So if you have not read the books, if you have not seen the movies, oh my goodness, what are you waiting for? Go, run, leave work early, and start reading them immediately. Uh, because we are about to dive in and nerd out real hard. So Harry Potter heads out there, I think you're going to love this episode. And even if you're not a Harry Potter head, you may enjoy this episode because it's always fun to listen to excited people talk about things they love, or at least that's how I feel. And hey, excited people, here's something fun. You may remember Christine Reapy. She was my guest last year where we talked all about Christmas. Specifically, we dove into those fantastic holiday movies that are so frequently seen on Lifetime and Hallmark and Netflix etc. We are going to be playing a super fun game this year and we need your help. So go on over to Facebook and you'll find me on I Think You're Nice or at I Think You're Nice and there will be a prompt for you. What are words that you associate with the holidays, with Christmas time, with the new year? And more importantly, what words or phrases or characters do you associate with those kind of horrible holiday movies? Do you think of innkeepers? Do you think of castles and snow rides? Snow rides? Well, if you think of it and you suggest it, we will do our best to use it in an upcoming episode that we are going to record for you. I don't want to spoil it. I won't tell you what it is exactly what we're going to do, but we absolutely need your help. So go on over to Facebook, follow the prompts, give us your suggestions, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. I look forward to recording that and then sharing that with you in December. Don't worry. Just because we're asking for holiday stuff right now doesn't mean we're ready to go full on Christmas. We just have Halloween. Halloween was just here, which was fun and lovely. Did you guys do anything fun? My friend Belinda put her dog Skylark in a pillowcase as a ghost, and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's another reason to go over to I Think You're Nice on Facebook or I Think You're Nice on Instagram because of the cute, fun, interesting pictures that I share and the prompts where we need your help. Yes. Speaking of which, while you're over there on Facebook, if you could go ahead and recommend and review me. Yeah, if you can rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to podcasts, but on Facebook itself, if you could recommend this podcast and review this podcast, that would be super great. Aces, 10 gold stars. Yes, I've upped it to 10 gold stars. I would also like to say that the share button on any podcasting platform is my new favorite button in the whole wide world because I love the idea that we're sharing topics and we're sharing joy with each other. Like my friend who's like, I love libraries. This whole episode of this library reminds me of when me and my best friend when we were kids would go all the time. And, you know, if they share that with each other and then they get in touch because of libraries, what? How fun is that? So that's my dream is to bring us all together, to connect us, to share joy and to learn a little something here and there whenever we can. You know, it's all in good fun. So I think that's enough jibber jabber from me on this side. I am so excited to jump right into that Harry Potter world. Come on with us down Diagon Alley and enjoy this episode all about Harry Potter. All right. Have fun. Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Do-do-do-do-do. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. And today's my, today's my guest. Today, I'm rusty. Today, my guest is my cousin, Cindy Patton. Yay! Yay! And we're going to talk about Harry Potter. The best thing on the planet. The best thing. And now it has, like, rejuvenation to it because of the Wizards Unite game, which has reinvigorated my love for it which hardly waned but i'm i'm excited to be catching wizards and like 
Hagrid was in my living room, so right. that was exciting. Um, yeah, so Cindy and I, um, obviously, we're, we're related. We're cousins. We go way back. Way back to the beginning. Way back. 36, almost 37 years, yeah. I dare say, upon my birth to this earth. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would like to start with a story. It <laughs> <laughs> it's story time. <laughs> it was the summer of 2000. Two, maybe. 2003? No, 2002, I think. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and um, I had read the first four books the summer before. Thank you, Mono. And <laughs> uh, the fifth book was coming out. I had reserved it. I was excited about it. And I was in Columbus, Ohio. I was making my drive from Santa Fe from college to Pennsylvania. Stopped in Columbus to visit family. And I'm like, hey, Cindy, will you give me a ride or will you come with me to the Harry Potter book release? And you're like... At midnight? At midnight. <laughs> and um, you hadn't read the books. Nope. Obviously, the movies weren't even in sight. Or yeah. were they in sight? No, they... The first oh, they one had. came out in 2001. One. Yeah. Okay, so one had come out. Right. But So I was very aware of Harry. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't read a book, that's for sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'd seen the first movie at that point. It's pretty charming. Yeah. Even without reading reading the book. It's yeah. super cute. And Cindy was great. She was like, of course I'm going to take you to a midnight release with all these kids dressed as wizards right. and stuff. It and was It was magical. It was. Yeah. It was so fun. Yep. Um, that was my first midnight release because I, like I said, I, I read the first four the f- previous year in the summer all in a row. And then I was really mad. I'm like, there's no more. <laughs> and then I understood why people were in such a fervor yeah. for like the next book. Yeah. So... Anyway, that's Cindy and I and our, our friendship and relationship with Harry Potter. But then she jumped in and got really into it all by herself. I did, yeah. <laughs> so when did when did you jump in and get into it? Um, it wasn't long after that. I honestly had tried to read the first book to, I'm not sure if it was Rachel or Will. Um, that's embarrassing, but... <laughs> One of her children. But it was... It had it was must have been Rachel because she was born in ninety five. So I just remember thinking, God, I probably would love this book. I would love to read it to my kid because I've always loved magical, mythical things. Um, but there were so many weird words in it, you know, and I just I yeah. knew she didn't she wasn't getting it. And I mean Rachel to this day is still not a reader, so I, I don't think she much cared for it. Yeah. Um, is she gonna be mad that you just called her not a reader? <laughs> I don't think Sorry, so. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> she saves animals. Um, That's true. But uh, I tried, you know, to get into it then, and it just never stuck. But then the movie came out. The first movie came mm-hmm. out, and that was magic all in of itself. I loved the movie. It's still, to this day, I think my favorite. The very the first, first one? Because it's just, it's so magical. It's new to... The kids in the movie—it's mm-hmm. new to oh, everybody. Think about and that. Just, the kids were so young, and they were babies, and they were cute, and and I think they honestly did some of their best acting in that movie because yeah. they were so green that they just were soaking it all in. And I don't know—that first movie just really hooked me. But I think the really big thing was taking you to that release. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the crazy yeah, world, it Cindy. Just, <laughs> it was just, everybody was so excited and I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, actually the very first book that I read from front to back was Goblet. And the whole time I, oh. I read it, I thought, how on earth are they going to make this into a movie? It was... So much crazy yeah. magic underwater and flying and yeah. it just ran. The Quidditch match yeah, alone in the right. beginning. It just ran the gambit of magic. Like, it was just, I just couldn't in my brain think how on earth they were going to yeah. make a movie out of that. But that was the very first book that I read. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and I read the other ones. And then I had to wait like everybody else. And you had to wait. <laughs> and it sucked. And it feels, and it, it was, yeah, I was late to the game. Um, uh, my friend Stacy Horn, thank you, Stacy, 
Um, she's like, read these. They're super charming. And being the butt face that I am, I'm like, it's popular. <laughs> Everyone's waiting in line. It's some some sort of cult. Like I was a real, <laughs> I was a real jerk about it. I don't know why. I do know why because I was a jerk about it. Um, and so when I read the first chapter of the first book, I'm like, oh, this is charming. Yeah. And it was so charming. And then it it roped me in because of the significant world building mm -hmm. and character building. And it got more and more exciting and thorough and deep and dark. I'm yeah. like, where are we headed, JK? Yeah. Where are you taking me? Right. Um, but she is so clever in her writing. Like she completely paints the picture there. Mm -hmm. You can just picture absolutely everything in your mind from the color of the sky yeah. to What's in Mrs. Weasley's kitchen? I mean, <gasps> yeah. she just just paints the picture beautifully. It's I just love her the way she writes. It's it's amazing. Cindy did homework. I uh, did. She did do homework. She read an entire Time magazine <laughs> about. It's, you said it's, it's the twentieth anniversary, anniversary. Yeah. of of Harry Potter, and so like I was reading part of the article I was like, wow, she really does know how within half a you know, half a paragraph, make a cozy kitchen yeah. for at Mrs. Weasley's house or right. how to the incredible sweeping hall at Hogwarts. Right. Um, that it just really just encapsulates so much and so quickly. And then you're, t then you're, then you're in it. And it's like, I'm like a junkie. I can't get enough. Yeah. I just, I'm like, ah, tell me more of this world. Right. <laughs> JK, tell me, tell me of the waters of the lake <laughs> tell me more about that monster we right. never really did get a good picture of that monster we didn't the mermaids yeah. and they're yeah. not pretty and they're... bow tr were truckles under there or somebody was like grabbing him in book four yeah. or in the thing anyway but i guess that's one of the mysterious things yeah. that we can just build on build mm -hmm. on later um oh uh, yeah so the books the books were very exciting i can't believe we did four and then went back. Yeah. That hurts my brain. Yeah, yeah. And it was hard, actually, to do that because... So much has been established. Exactly. And so that first book is is so sweet and young and pretty mm -hmm. innocent, you know, to where four is at. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a little challenging. But um, I love Prisoner of Azkaban. It's one of my favorite books. Um, it was the first movie... Uh, that I had Kyle take me to. Oh, we your, her first, beloved Kyle. When we were first dating. Uh -huh. um, we'd only been dating a few weeks when the movie came out. And, uh, I mean, he knew who Harry Potter was, but he had never yeah. seen a movie, read a book. But he took me to see it. <laughs> and, I mean, I was just, that was just the best movie on the planet. And he pretended like he liked it. So... <laughs> That was more than I could ask for. Um, and so he understands my obsession and he, he's okay with it. So. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's lovely. Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle's an angel. He's a, he's a sweet pea. And I have a, a similar story in that Patrick had read the books. He, I don't think he had seen any of the movies and he was working at um, the Tribune at the time and he managed to get press like preview for the last movie, like the first installment of the last movie mm -hmm. of, of Deathly Hallows. Mm -hmm. And this is probably maybe two months after we got engaged <laughs> and he had something behind his back. He's like, Hey, um, here, I got these for you. I screamed and made more of a fuss over that than he's like, well, <laughs> than getting engaged, like when he proposed. <laughs> I wouldn't say less fuss. It's just different, different, it's different, different fuss. Yeah. Like when I was being proposed to, I was like, oh my, like very internal, like, oh, <laughs> I love you. Whereas uh, the, the preview tickets, I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. which is it's like, like suck it, everybody else. Right. Yeah, touchdown. <laughs> That's better than suck it, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touchdown. I scored. Woohoo. Um, so he tried not to take that personally, but how yeah. excited I was over and the you know what? I I really like the the movies. We'll we'll talk more about them. Um uh yeah. Or no, we can talk about them now. It's it's my podcast. It's it here here. We can do whatever we, can we go want. What order whatever order we want. I know I have my hard hitting questions here. Yeah. Uh, where I just have the movie exclamation point. <laughs> and 
You so, just have to separate them. You yeah, have from to the separate books. the movie from the book. And it it does get frustrating when people are like, oh, the movie, it just, it's not as good as the book. The movie's never good as the book. I don't yeah. care what movie and what book it is. Yeah. The book's always better. It gives you more detail. It, it's there in your brain where you can feel and exist and yeah. be in every character's mind. Right. So I was very careful because I've reread the books as most crazy Harry Potter fans yeah. have. Um, <laughs> But I was always very careful to not reread a book before the movie came out because I didn't want the detail to be fresh in my mind. Yeah. So I was constantly going, well, they left that out. And mm-hmm. Why didn't they put that in? And, oh, my God, that was such a good part. And it was kind of important. Where do, where Where'd is that it? go? Yeah. Um, so I was, I was really careful. And I would always go into it telling myself, just enjoy it for what it is. Don't, don't compare it to the books. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Um, so I enjoyed all the movies. I really, again, the very first one to this day is still my favorite. It's the beginning of the magic, and it's so sweet. Um, but they're all, they're all really good. Yeah, the first, the first one, I think Christopher Columbus did such a great job of casting. Yes. he set the future success by casting really. Um, you know, they're kids. So, like, the acting ability ebbed and flowed and, like, different sure. directors could work with different actors better. Mm. And so, like, maybe, no, they're not all, you know, I was going to say Laurence Olivier. <laughs> That's a really old school, old, old school. <laughs> not all of them can be Helen Mirren, also old school. I only know actors if they're 90 years old or older. <laughs> Um, but Dumbledore, I mean but, that first Dumbledore in the first two yes, movies. Yes, I, I mean that, Richard Harris. Yeah, yeah. I mean he was it. He was, was perfect. Yeah. And could they have picked a better Snape? I mean, no. The casting is just fantastic. I yeah, I told you about this earlier, um, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, when I was reading the first book or reading any of the books, I hated Snape so much I almost couldn't read the words because mm-hmm. my my I go blind rage. Right. I'm like, he's so mean. He's such a dick. I hate him. Why is he so mean? And then the instant the cast release came out that he was going to be played by Alan Rickman, I'm like, oh, I love him. Right. I love him. I think yeah, he's great. Perfect. He's my favorite character yeah. now. Like, completely changed because I needed that touchstone, apparently, to, yeah. like, to help me. And then, of course, our relationship with Snape changes as we learn more about him. Right. Um, and then I told you, like, uh, Maggie Smith being McGonagall, she never wasn't in my right. brain as uh, <laughs> Professor McGonagall. Right. Never once. She's who you picture when you read the books. Yeah. I want to know who, who, I mean, who, who else could have could have been? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And Mrs. Weasley and Mr. <gasps> Weasley. Yes. And they're perfect. They're, they're perfect. Umbridge. There could not oh. have been. Yeah. A better umbrage. There was some some folks were crabby and like as a as a heavy actor myself, I am like, you know, if it calls for a chubby actor, you get yourself a chubby person. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, there aren't many roles for us. Right. Like written in black and white. But um I can't remember the name of, of that actor. She's amazing. She's in um one of in Sense and Sensibility with Emma Thompson, who is a wonderful um Ooh, why can't I think of her name? <laughs> Death, the Grim. The Grim. Why can't I think of you have the Grim? The Professor Trelawney. Anyway, anyway, going back to uh, uh, Umbridge, um, that actor. I'm like, but she won me over immediately. She's such a strong actor, and mm-hmm. the <clears throat> yeah, and just and she's the perfect size. Like, and I guess maybe they could have played with that, but. I mean, she yeah. had the toad face. The, yeah. I mean, she was perfect. And just little daggers. Yeah. Just, oh, she was, she was so, so good. And so, uh, actually, I love book five is probably my favorite in the whole series um, because I love a good villain. Yeah. So often villains are like, Mah. you know, if you think about like the Marvel universe, so many, like there are some like really strong villains and other ones that you're like, what's your deal again? Who yeah. are you? Why are you here? And she is lawful evil. Yeah. She is evil in the most evilest sense in that she's, quote unquote, right. Mm -hmm. She's following the laws Mm -hmm. and the rules. Right. But what she's doing is so unspeakable. Yeah. And so awful. Yeah. But she's allowed to. Oh, I get goosebumps because I would love to play her. (laughs) I would love to play Umbridge and just be that evil. Yeah. Um, Oh, but going back to the first, first movie and the magic therein. 
I personally was, I also won't talk about Harry Potter a lot. I hope that's okay, Cindy. Oh, yes, that's why we're here. <laughs> I know, but usually it's my guest <laughs> turn to talk. I'm like, I want to talk. But see, that's why Harry's so great, because it's a common bond with somebody. Yeah. It's something that you're excited about that that you can relate to, and it doesn't matter if it's somebody that you've never met, somebody that doesn't even speak the same language as you. I mean, if I see somebody wearing some kind of Harry Potter shirt, mm -hmm. they could be from some other country that speaks another language and we don't understand each other, but I can point at myself and be like, Ravenclaw. And they're like, <laughs> Hufflepuff, you know? I mean, like, it's yeah. just, it's it's a special bond that people yeah. have together. And it's, it just, I just feel like it brought people together and it, yeah, it just created this world that's so cool to be a part of. And I feel bad for people that don't get it, Suze. <laughs> uh, for those who aren't in my family uh my cousin Susie, um who oh my gosh when we when it was book five was released i was staying with Suze, and she's like so what's going on i'm like i'm reading this book i'll see you in three days right. because that was i think the longest yeah um and um she was she was great she was a wonderful host but just couldn't understand why i'd come down for snacks right. <laughs> and then go back upstairs yeah. and then at one point i went over to aunt fran uh to cindy's mom's house and we had pizza probably said five words to each other and we both read books right and then i left and <laughs> fell asleep with the book on like that hit my face because that one was heavy yeah that was a heavy one to sleep to yeah. read at night like ugh, arms shaking <laughs> um yeah no harry it it definitely like we saw somebody today wearing a Hufflepuff shirt. Yeah. Uh, the guy where we, we went to had, had breakfast, breakfast. And he had the Deathly Hallows tattooed on the back of his neck. Like, I mean, yeah. you instantly know, I'm going to like that person. Yeah. Like, I, we have something we can talk about. Yeah. Without a doubt. We have a common interest, a common bond. And I just think that's special. It is. And a lot of people derive a lot of different things from from the books, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. There there are lots of folks, of course, who um, are crabby about Harry Potter, but we're not talking about them. Nope. Um, but there's there's things about, you know, justice, mm -hmm. being the being um, true to what is actually good right. and not just like following the quote unquote rules and the laws, which right. are corrupt. Right. And then That's, there's friendship and family, like how to build your own family right. if your own has failed you or. It's doing what's right instead of what's easy. I mean, Dumbledore yeah. says that. Yeah. You know, and it's so true. It's we need to do more of that. You know, I think that's why yeah. I think that's why people like it so much, because people think to themselves, man, I, you know, it, it is hard. It's hard to, to do the right thing sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um but you have to. You just have to to be a decent human being or a decent wizard. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Wizards uh, are people too. They are. <laughs> so uh, I just, I think it's a great message. I love it. I think one of my favorite things, I'm reading, I'm rereading book one. For a while there, every summer, I read the entire series up to where we were at the time. Mm -hmm. So I've read all of them a lot. Yeah. Um, I have in the last few years, but I'm rereading the first one. And what I love about Harry is that he can't wait to see Hagrid. He yeah. feels so jazzed to see Hagrid, whereas, you know, I mean, Malfoy's a big turd face anyway. Right. But, like, you know, he's a groundskeeper, and people could be really crappy about that. But Harry loves him, mm -hmm. and, like, Gryffindor loves him. I think everyone loves Hagrid. How could you not love Hagrid? Yeah. Well, the blast-ended screw thing was pretty intense. <laughs> I would be kind of crabby about that. That um, was awful. But I, I, I love how Harry in particular, you know, everyone from Dobby, to, like, just kept accruing friends and mm -hmm. caring for and genuinely loving people and creatures that were not necessarily, you know, just basically the anti-pure blood. Right. You know, and I think, and I think that's another reason why I like it is because see how we can all, like, make kind of cold shoulder friends with the centaurs in the woods because they don't want to be anybody's friend right but at least we can coexist exactly. right yeah and like have rock cakes with hagrid right. and <laughs> make socks for dobby yeah. and like we can all and that's why i love that about harry in particular yeah and hermione and ron too of course yeah the gang right 
Yeah. yeah. They follow his lead, so. Well, it is his book. It, it is. It says Harry Potter. It does. <laughs> Who is your favorite character, if or characters? We can do, like, top five favorite characters. Yeah, that's tough for me. I mean. Oh, it's, I, it's almost an unfair question. I love the Weasley boys because they bring so much hilarity. You know, mm-hmm. there's a little levity in all the seriousness. Like, they can almost always make you laugh at some point in the books. That's really clever writing, I want to say. It's really clever writing and dialogue on J.K.'s part. Like, I guess I can call her Joe. Right. Um, No, J.K., (laughs) Miss Rowling. Um, That's another thing. It's Rowling, not Rowling. I hate it when people say Rowling. Okay. Not that you have. I'm just saying. saying, Now I'm like, I don't know how I say it. J.K. Rowling. It's Rowling. Rowling. Yeah. So. They see me rolling. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm J.K. Rowling. Yeah. They They magicking. <laughs> Deseparating. <laughs> Never gonna catch me. Um, Deseparating dirty. I don't know. Yeah. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Anyway. So the Weasley boys. You yeah, love the Weasley I, boys. I love them because they do bring. The twins specifically? Yeah, yeah. You mean? Okay. Yeah. Because, because there are oodles of yeah, boys. Yeah, no, no, no. Fred and George. Yeah, no, I, you know, the kids, they're all great, but. I just I like the comedy mm-hmm. that they bring to the book because I've never read anything that's made me physically laugh out loud like the Harry Potter series has. I just yeah. think that's special. Um, of course, Harry. Everybody loves Harry. And you gotta love your protagonist. Yeah, or you're in for a bad time. Yeah, um, Hagrid. You know, just yeah. I and I didn't love Snape until I found out. All the things that he was really doing, you know, so then it's hard not to love him. Mm -hmm. You have to love McGonagall. I mean, I love them all. Yeah, you really do love them all. For different reasons. I love all of them. If you had to play one, who would you want to play? Oh, Bellatrix. Oh, I I was just about to say that. I'm like, you're going to say Bellatrix, aren't you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that'd be, you'd be a great Bellatrix. Yeah. She, she's absolutely not my favorite character, but I would love to play her. Oh, she's evil and awful and yeah. horrible, but still, like... She's I, badass. She's yeah. badass and delicious and yeah. sort of like Ursula yeah, in that way. exactly. Of like, you crazy, yeah. but I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I w- like I said, I, meant I wanted to play Umbridge. Man, we want to play baddies. Yeah. <laughs> or Luna Lovegood. I think oh, yeah. I think in my heart of hearts I am Luna Lovegood. Oh yeah, which might be why I'm okay with being in Ravenclaw. Like I said, Pottermore put me in Raven Ravenclaw. Yeah, and I've been having a hard time identifying as a Ravenclaw because I always thought I was a Hufflepuff. So <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know because the hat lets you choose. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, so ultimately if, it lets you choose. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, Luna. I love Luna. Yeah. Oh, she's so odd. She is. I love what I love about Luna Lovegood is that how how clearly and uncomfortably she talks about things like stuff that people are very polite about. Yeah. And like would never talk about like her being bullied and like, yeah, they took my shoes, but it'll turn up and she's not particularly upset or frantic. Right. She's sad and uh, like aware. And like Harry's like, I don't know how to respond to that. I sort of love that about her. Like, she doesn't care if you don't know how to respond because right. she's just going to tell you what's happening. Right. <laughs> and so you can just cope with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I which I respect and love about how Luna was li- written as well. Um, and she's obviously very clever and kind mm-hmm. and interesting. Yeah. I would like to think about, like, the redemption of things. Because if you look at Draco Malfoy and what an impossible position he was in. Yeah. But he didn't give Harry up. You yeah. know, in the, in the end. In yeah. The last, you know, he he could have very easily have said, you know, that's Harry, but he didn't do it. And then his mom didn't give Harry up either. Yeah. You know, she just took her family and walked away. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's, so I think there's, that's a huge, that's huge. Yeah. Because I think it would have been really easy for him to have been written just as like full baddie. Mm-hmm. But we, in that, I can't, is it book? Six Half Blood Prince. Whenever he, yeah. yeah, when he's trying to get the the cabinet yeah. to to bring get bring the, over the baddies, right? To um, um, bring the Death Eaters in. Yeah, like 
and you see what under what horrible strain he's under and what it really means like to be rubbing elbows with somebody so powerful and evil. And spoilers, by the way, we're going to ruin everything. Right. So if you haven't, if you read, haven't the books, read the books in 20 years, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> or g- stop listening to this. Listen to the book on tape. Jim Dale does oh, the American version. He's and, the best. And Stephen Fry does the English version. I books. know. I've not heard that version. Me either. So I but think Jim Dale... Does oh my god so good so good he does all the voices like he sounds like the actors from the movie yeah he 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 does a he does a he does a beautiful beautiful job i have more on jim dale in a moment <laughs> um but you just touch on draco um that he yeah so anyway we see we see him suffer mm-hmm. through this stuff so yes we still want to punch him in the throat yes he's still a jerk but we also see a kid in crisis right and like like, how can he move forward and be comfortable with himself in the life that he's living? Right. And he's a product of his family. Exactly. He's doing what he thinks he needs to do for his parents to yeah. be proud of him. Exactly. What he's been taught to do, what yep. he thinks is right. Right. And then when faced with the like the horrendousness that are these things that Voldemort wants him to do in order to be a part of the 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 pure bloods and the correct way of living like mm-mm. turns out there's a there's a soul in there right. that is uncomfortable i mean he can't kill dumbledore he can't yeah. do it he can't he can't yeah oh but i want to talk about jim dale so you've listened to yeah, his book on tape for all of them yeah they're on my phone so i always have them with me yeah in you case know, you need like, a fix yep yeah they're when i used to whoa shit <laughs> i just flipped my phone um Everything's still recording? Okay, good. Uh, so when I used to drive to and fro from Pennsylvania to New Mexico and back and forth, Harry Potter was my companion, along right. with Luca, of course. Yep. And uh, you could, uh, back when there were bookstores, <laughs> uh, there was a at Barnes & Noble and then a Borders bookstore. Oh, yeah. If you ordered at Borders, um, Jim Dale had there was an outgoing voicemail where Jim Dale's like, "Hello, your book is going to be ready for you right at midnight." Oh and but so God. I'm like, Jim, Jim Dale left me a voicemail. <laughs> I mean, Jim Dale left millions of voicemails right. for everyone, but I'm like, oh, it's for me. <laughs> it was very exciting. Yeah. Um. But I now I want to listen to the Stephen Fry because yeah, I he, do too. Because he he reads the British books, um, which are are slightly different and like some of the vocabulary that they use. And for, does he do all the voices too? Oh, like I imagine Jim he Dale does. I I imagine he does. Yeah, I, I would, imagine he would. I would think so. You'd he's, have to, otherwise, how would you know who's talking? Yeah. Um. I mean, he's a very good actor. I imagine he would do the voices. He better Stephen Fry. <laughs> you better do the voices. Call us, um, Stephen Fry, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hi, Stephen Fry. Hey. I'm a huge fan. Um. <laughs> Did you know, I'm sure you know this, that the original Sorcerer's Stone was the Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Stone. Yeah. And then, like, the little things they had to change. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. I'm going to send that to my friend who has a podcast called Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> listen to it. It's really good. It's really fun. If you like trivia, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. All right. So... We've kind of touched on it. It seems like the answer is yes. Were you happy with the entire journey? Like I from, really was. From where we started to where we ended. Yeah. I love that we got as happy of an ending as Harry could have. Yeah. Because in that magazine that I bought at the airport for <laughs> homework, um, <laughs> I mean, she had said in, in one of those interviews that she – that people – really think she should have killed Harry at the end. Mm, mm-hmm. And I just don't agree with that. I I don't I've read books before where your hero dies and that's just no fun. Especially I mean, we're seven books in. We have been invested in this yeah. journey with you. Don't you dare kill him at the yeah. end. I mean that would have been horrible. Yeah. So I I'm very happy with the ending and I'm glad that we got to see the future a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't just and they all lived happily ever after. Mm-mm. We got, and then they grew up, and they got married, and they had children, and now they're sending them off to Hogwarts. So yeah. it it left it open ended enough that I know she said that 
She's probably never going to write about Harry again. But she may write about this magical world again. Yeah. So it leaves that opening for her to do that. Yeah. Maybe my grandkids will get to read Aww. some really fun J.K. Rowling. You know, yeah. I think I think that would be really awesome. Yeah, I I remember her reading or writing that she was pleased that so many people thought that he might die. Yeah. Oh, I thought he might. I I was terrified. I was terrified too. I was like, I would put the book down. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, and I can't. I think my mom. My mom can't handle it. I would also like to say my mom can't handle the Great British Bake Off because it's too exactly it's too intense for I don't her. Understand that <laughs> it's too stressful for her. So her not knowing, I think she may have read the ending just to make sure that yeah. she could read and have peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I had to keep myself on the edge of my seat, but I would like slam the book. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, it won't happen if I don't read it. Right. <laughs> um, I was I was also happy that that he lived, although. My boyfriend and future husband, was it Fred? Fred. Fred. Yeah. When Fred died. I mean, so many... Hedwig, how sad was that? I mean, right out of the gate. That's... And and we talked about this earlier, too. I'm like... So Hedwig, I think everyone has a Hedwig in their life. If it's a pet or something, and obviously for me it was my little Pekingese Luca. I'm like, oh, good. He has a Luca. Like he has a pet, a companion, someone who's with him whenever he's away from the magical world. He's got his touchstone. He's got her. And then when she is brutally killed, not brutally, like she just goes in her sleep essentially. Um, But within like what, the first chapter? Yeah. And I'm like, (gasps) Nobody is safe. Yeah. If they just killed the beloved pet, like no one, no one is safe. Yeah. And I was terrified. And it was right off the bat. I mean, yeah. just bam, we were hit with a death immediately. So then now you're terrified. Who else is going to no die? No one is safe. Yeah. I mean, if, so many, there's going to be so many more horrific deaths if they took head. Yeah. Like, we're screwed. <laughs> and, and that's another tribute to her writing and to JK's writing because we are so invested and we know these people and we know, and we love these characters so much that like everything was significant. Mm -hmm. Like every, every move, every choice, how people like, I was even, I was disappointed when Crabber Goyle, whichever one decided to go full baddie. Yeah. I was like, wow, you, I was, I'm disappointed in even you. Yeah. I was too, Um, because Okay, so shit's going down, but I mean, you've known Harry now, yeah, this long. You've been his schoolmate, his classmate. Like, why are you choosing this other side when you know this guy? It's he's not just some blank face in a crowd yeah. to be mad at. You know him, yeah. So yeah, it's when oh, it's and it's so it's a timely piece in that it always it always rings true for whichever generation is reading it. Like Absolutely. there is always, this could have been written 50 years ago and it would have rang true. Yeah. It's, and yeah, that's why, that's another reason why I like it is because like we've mentioned before about doing the, the good thing and the right thing. That is definitely the harder thing to yeah. do. And the uncomfortable thing, if you're Luna, the uncomfortable thing <laughs> to say and do and just stare intensely and yeah. wait in silence. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I was also really happy with the whole journey. I can say, though, if you live in a town where your symphony is doing the Harry Potter Live, absolutely do it. It is worth every penny. They play the entirety of the movie and your live orchestra. They pull the the music from the movie and that's it. All the... The voices, everybody's talking. The all dialogue that. is it's, there. And it's the movie from opening credits to ending credits. And the symphony plays every piece of music. So cool. It is so magical. The first, uh, I didn't get, see the very first one. Um, my son and I went to the second and third one. And the minute they start playing, I start crying. Aww. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I'm just looking at this orchestra playing this music i mean it's just magic oh my god i love it so much yeah i i haven't gone and i don't know why i haven't gone because there have been there there have been things like that and it sounds it sounds perfect because i i love going to the orchestra and symphony 
and seeing and hearing live music and being moved by music that's happening right in front of me by these musicians. Yeah. Like, I think I would cry the whole time, too. Yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. And what a fantastic way to get support for your local symphony. Absolutely. Because people will go. They pack that theater. I think Columbus, I'm, I'm sure everybody does it like they do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, okay, they do a, like a weekend run yeah, for it. And it's packed. That's awesome. You have to get your tickets in advance or you can't get a ticket. And yeah. What a great way to help the arts, mm-hmm. you know, your local symphony orchestra yeah. and be part of something that you love. And people are so much fun. They come in there, they're whatever, yeah, they, they, you know, whatever house they, they belong to and they have a shirt for a sweatshirt. Um, ours is always in uh, January or February. So it's cold out. Um but people wear wizard robes and Aww. witch hats and they bring their wands and and they serve, you know, specialty drinks and stuff. You oh, know, fun. butter beers. They, they and, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. It's it's just so much fun. Ooh, those musicians. Ooh, that's oh, a long that's a long shift. They have to be exhausted. Yeah. That's long. Especially I'm trying to think of who's in it the most. La 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 Okay, so um, <laughs> speaking of weeping, let's talk about the theme park. The theme park. Uh, in this particular, um, for our references, because you've not been to the one in California, right? No. Okay, so we're talking about Orlando, Florida, Universal, um, Universal Studios Orlando. And I, um, uh, what can I say other than I had a semi-viral video <laughs> of me ugly crying around... Various Noc- parts Diagon of the, Alley yeah. and Nocturne Alley because there's Hogsmeade, right? Which has the train conductor and it has Hogwarts, yep. and it has Hogsmeade, and it's and, the OG. It's yeah, the, it's OG, yeah, for sure. And it's it's set in winter time in Orlando, <laughs> which is hilarious. But and it cruel has to, be. to the actors. It's cruel. It's They're wearing cruel. wool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, yeah, it's cruel to everybody, really, though, because yeah. it's just balls hot. Balls it's, hot. All the time. Yeah. 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 And you're just looking at that fake snow going, oh, I God. wish you were real. What I would give for a real Put flake. my face <laughs> in it. Um, yeah. So the theme parks, um, I was fortunate enough to to work at that one. And so I could, could go every day. Like mm-hmm. literally my stage was right next to Diagon Alley. I could go through the brick wall and there I was. <laughs> and but that the BGM, the background music was always playing and like. The way it is, you don't know when you're inside or outside. Like Nocturne Alley, I'm like, am I inside? Is it dark? Is it nighttime? Am I outside? Why is it cold? Am I hot? What's happening? <laughs> and so you're just sort of like in this ethereal place and you just let it wash over you and take your time and really. Absolutely. You take it all in. The yeah. very first time we went, I told you this earlier, we went for your wedding. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped in Universal one day before we went to uh, Mount Dora and we walked through and the music was playing. Mm-hmm. The trains right the, there. The, the trains right there. The All the actors were speaking in British accents. There were butterbeer carts. There was Zonkos. I mean, absolutely everything that you saw in the movie that you read in the book, it was all right there. And I just started crying. Yeah. And... Kyle looked at me and he looked at the kids and and it was before Will really liked Harry Potter but it was still a little bit before he was had the obsession mm-hmm. um, which he has now he's reading a book right now yeah he's reading Goblet of Fire right now <laughs> he is. and he's read them all a million times um, he said I'm gonna take the kids and we're gonna just explore and you have your moment mm-hmm. and i did i went and sat on that brick wall in front of the shops yeah and i think in front of the three broomsticks mm-hmm. and i just looked around i could cry right now i just looked around I, have tissues. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean the owlry and you know mm-hmm. all the fake owl poop on it i mean it, they just they thought of everything. everything you go in the bathroom to pee and moaning myrtles in there yeah it's just magic it's just magic. It's just magic. The Boars, is it, uh, um. Borgen and Bots or Borgen, Borgen no, Schmorgen? <laughs> the, uh, where you go in and get a beer. Um. Oh, uh, the Leaky Cauldron? 
Well, that's no, that's in that's in Diagon Alley. And people are going, "Damn it, it's blah." Yeah. Um. Shit. Three broomsticks, and you say it already. Three broomsticks is where you go in Hogsmeade. Is the three broomsticks? That's where they go. Are you are you talking about the like the shady place where the Dumbledore's Dumbledore Dumbledore's army meets? Yeah. Shoot. And the it's the hog's head. Hog's head. Yes. Well done. Yes. We got there. Because they have the hog head on yes. the wall and he's making he's, the noises. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. cool. And you can get a wand. Yeah, and the do the interactive Do the interactive stuff. Spells and stuff. That is badass. That's oh gosh. Technology. I'm on board like ninety. Nine percent. I was gonna say ninety-two percent because there's like eight percent I don't super love, but it's amazing. Like you can flick that wand in these like certain areas throughout the theme park. Um, well, specific as far as I know to the Harry Potter parts. There's the Hogsmeade, right. and then there's Diagon Alley. There are two, and then two separate parts of uh, Universal. And you get to take a train. And you get <laughs> people. You get to take. You get to go to King's Cross yep. train station. You get to take run a cart through the wall. You get to run through the wall. You get to run through the friggin' wall. <laughs> and and then you go on the train and uh the trolley lady walks by and uh, one of the chocolate frogs gets yep. loose and it's the most incredible experience and you look out the window and it goes from London to the countryside to all of a sudden you're at Hog in Hogsmeade. Right. Uh, they put you in Hogsmeade because, I mean, you can't get you to Hogswarp because of what the, what the staging is. And <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's amazing that train ride alone. Like uh, where I where I worked, I was actually near the King's King's Cross Station. And so, like, after work or before work, I would just take the train, beep, boop, <laughs> um, back and forth. And, ugh, the train. You just feel like you're, you just feel like you're there. Yeah, you're going to Hogwarts. You're in the experience. Yeah. And that's a huge credit to the work at Universal. Oh, like, for sure. They they have every little nook and cranny. Like, in Diagon Alley, they have the Leaky Cauldron. And it has a crack in it, and that's why it leaks, <laughs> which I Duh. never, which I never put together in my head. And they actually, the sign is actually leaking, like it drips. The leaky cauldron sign out on the thing is a dripping sign. I don't think I realized that. I don't I'm think also, I, I don't that. think I'm lying. I'm pretty sure that's real. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm. Be, there were many things because we also went during cast previews, um, which was bonkers because no one was there yeah you had it all and, to yourself and i'm like i am a lonely wizard <laughs> just enjoying myself and just listening to the the background music again just oh oh and the talent the the amazing oh, performers yeah. they have oh they're fantastic and the dragon the dragon on green gods oh uh. Nothing like a blast of fire right. at you where it's already 97 degrees yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it, though. Worth it. So cool. I have from one of the cons that your mother and I Oh, went yes. To, and I want to talk about the conventions, too. I uh, I have – she – they were auctioning art from the person that actually did the artwork. Right. From for the, the books. books. And uh, Aunt Laura got me – one of the pieces and the special thing about this piece of artwork not only is it super cool because it is the dragon mm -hmm. uh the artist drew a little hairy head yeah. down in the corner which she wasn't supposed to do so it should be a one of a kind i don't imagine mm -hmm. that there are any more with that little hairy head that she drew that she freehand drew on that i mean it's it's my most loved possession. Yeah. I just can't think of anything else I own other than my kids, which I don't own. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That you would but, treasure that you would save from yeah, a fire. For sure. <laughs> It'd be it's, kids, Kyle, pets, painting. Potter picture. Potter yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. It's gorgeous. It is really cool. And it, it, it's, it's so magical because it's like something she would have excuse me, had in her notes. You yeah. Know what I mean, like in her sketchbook. Right, exactly. And then, and then I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of whenever you can get art where the artist 
you can see where they put, you know, brush to canvas or pencil to paper or yeah, whatever. Like yeah. that makes it like a true transfer of art to you. Right. Which I think is just prints are great. I love prints too and and they're lovely, but there's something especially magical. Especially when it's magical Harry. Right, exactly. And a little little hairy head. <laughs> a little hairy head, a little lightning bolt scar. And everything. Right so good. Yeah, let's talk about the conventions. I've never been to any of them. <laughs> so, but my mom, was it mom? Yeah. My mom, your Aunt Laura, my yeah. mother, Laura. We went to the one in Chicago. And then a year or two later, we went to one in San Francisco. And again, it's just meeting new people you have a common bond with. And I still have friends to this day that I talk to, that I am Facebook friends with, and and not just, oh, look at the picture they posted today. Like, we actually connect on Facebook. And, yeah. you know, there's a, a couple girls that refer to Aunt Laura as Aunt Laura because that's <laughs> how they met her. And, and, you know, they're young kids, and they're, she's Aunt Laura. Um, I met people from all over the world, not just in that town we were in, but I have a friend in Australia. Um and it's just really cool. It's what a cool world. And they had all these different uh, things you could attend, book readings. There were podcast people there. There are more wizarding bands than you could you can shake, shake a, a stick, stick at. at. <laughs> I mean, there was always a ball at the end and, and all these. Oh, uh, of course there was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you would go dance and, and all these artists that um, had r- written music from the books, you know, they wrote these lyrics and, and mm-hmm. wrote the music and they would play. And it was just fascinating. What a cool place to just hang out with a bunch of nerdy people just like you that yeah. get your obsession. Yeah. I've not been to, I've not been to many conventions. I also get like social anxiety. I'm like, too many people, too yeah. many people. Everyone go to your room. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Can we sit quietly? <laughs> well, the, you know, they had so many different panels and you know they had a knitting class where you would knit your own house scarf or and both places that we went were so massive in size Mm -hmm. that i never felt like oh my god there's just too many people around me i have been to a walking dead convention where it wasn't this big three-day thing like the harry potter thing was i mean we we stayed at the hotel right there at the convention center Mm -hmm. and and we eat, slept, and breathed Harry Potter when we weren't at a panel or, or doing a, you know, a little craft thing. We were reading the book and Aww. we were connecting with people um, where the, like, the Walking Dead thing, you know, it was just kind of vendors and you walked around. And they did have actors there that we met and that was sure. fun. Um, but it was very different. There's, uh, again, Harry's special. There's, it feels like you're in Hogwarts. You really, or feel like you're, yeah, you're in Hogwarts. Yeah, you because go. when Aunt Laura and I left, we were like, man. <laughs> now we have to go back muggles to Muggles again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sucked. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my mom's a costumer, and she made costumes. She made robes for you she and herself. Did. I still have my robe. Dope. That's awesome which whoa what's what is your rope i'm trying to remember what she made for you it's just it's there's nothing is it black no it's red okay um and there's no identifying markers on it like it's you know any one house it's Mm -hmm. just a wizard robe yeah um i do have a ravenclaw robe that i bought from i believe universal yeah um nice yeah but your mom bought me a really cool witch's hat at one of the conventions. Um, so I like to bring those things out at Halloween. Yeah, why not? <laughs> if you have a quality like costume yeah. <laughs> ready for you. Right, yeah. And and mom also p- contributed to, there was a fashion show of like yeah. wizards through the ages, if I believe. Yep. And so she made a wizard gown that would have belonged in the Regency yeah. era. So if you think of Sense and Sensibility, so like, what was it, what would your witch or wizard wear in the Regency era? Yeah. I remember, was it book, was it Deathly Hallows or 
Half-Blood Prince where we actually did like a reading party. Like you came into town. That's what I was trying to remember too. I can't remember it wasn't which book. Deathly Hallows. Okay, so it, it must it have been half, it was half must have been Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. But your mom made all kinds of fun. Oh, she did. She made butterbeer. She did. You and guys, my mom. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> I'm she's, fond of her. She supports your inner nerd. She does. And my outer nerd. Yeah. <laughs> she is the original nerd. Thank you, Mama, for all of your support and your love. Thank you. And, and the snacks. Oh, the snacks. Such they, good snacks. Well, they had to be there because we had to power through and read. Right. Just keep reading. Keep reading. Very little sleep. Yeah. That was special to me because I was reading it in my childhood home. So uh, where I personally had like struggled with reading as a kid. And so like to be in my pink bedroom in on a futon, <laughs> <laughs> like reading those books, it just felt like. I don't know. I felt like I was a kid again, but like a different kind of kid that I was in the past. And I don't know. It was just. See, I think that's the other, since we're touching on reading, just reading in general. I think that's another very special thing about the Potter universe, because many people have said, my child never read, Mm -hmm. never had any interest in reading. I wasn't a reader. Honest to God, the first full book I read from beginning to end was Goblet of Fire. Really? Oh, absolutely. I was never into reading. Okay. Mom always was. Yeah, your you mom's a huge were. reader. And so my parents and, and Will, not my dad. But. Will's a huge reader. I mean, he devours books. But I was never a reader. And man, Potter changed my life. And, and it's done that for many people, many children. And how cool is that? That is cool. Yeah. But I thought it might be fun if we talked about like our maybe like top three or top five favorite like scenes from the book or from the movies. Mm. Um, if you need a minute to think I have, I have one in the chamber. Oh, Although it's probably one of yours as well. When the Weasley boys Peace out of Hogwarts oh, under yeah. Umbridge's reign. Yeah. Um, defiant. The little defiant shits. little shits with the fireworks yeah. and the swamp uh-huh. and how, and just like, if, if you need us, we're going to be in Diagon Alley, bitches. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and I mean, that is a stuff of legend. Yeah. And I, I just really, I love that for a number of reasons. Like, one, like, graduating from Hogwarts is not the end all be all, which Mm -hmm. I think is important for a lot of people who struggle with school. And then um, as long as you're driven and work hard and like, like you have the school's best interest at heart when they left, they're like, this sucks. We're doing good. We're going to do everything we can. Yeah. And they did. And that was so, I read that when I feel powerless in my life, (laughs) I reread that scene and I'm like, yes, Weasley twins. Yes. So that's probably like like top three yeah. of mine for favorite like moments I read again and again. One Let's of mine see. is kind of obscure, but I really like it. It's when the kids go to the loony bin and Lockhart's there. So they're in the hospital visiting Mr. Weasley and then Mrs. Weasley's yelling at him because he's getting muggle stitches. Right. And she yells at everybody. I love her. I do, too. She's everyone's mom. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She can <laughs> yell at this kid over here and yeah. then love yeah. this kid over here. Do you, are you hungry? Do you need anything? Yeah. And then Stop yell at that kid her. in a yeah. minute. <laughs> um, but that's when they're in the – anyway, that's that's when they're in yeah. the hospital. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so they run into Neville, that scene. Yeah. I just, I like all of it. I like seeing Lockhart because you kind of wonder what happened to that guy. Yeah. Like, he's just, you know, we know he, you know, lost it. Blew when himself the, up. Right. When the spell backfired. But, you know, you never really find out what happens to him. But yeah. you do there, you yeah. know. And then, yeah, and then Neville's family that parents. had been so tortured. and Yeah. Yeah. And I like that scene also. Um, and it's important in book five because... Of like, we learn about the prophecy and it could have been either child. It could have been Harry or Neville. Right. And that's when, and that's when we learn like that important distinction, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. What I like about finding about Lockhart is that turns out he's still pretty happy. He is. So. He's such a goofball. Ron feels super guilty, but one, Lockhart was trying to do it to them. Right. It backfired and got himself. And he's still like charming and happy he just doesn't know he doesn't why. remember anything <laughs> yeah but he's still the same person yeah he's, yeah uh that casting was perfect yeah. getting um 
Kenneth Branagh in there yeah. with that smile. <laughs> but you can almost hear the ding uh-huh. whenever he smiles. Yep. And Hermione's oh, like all crushing the girls on him. Are just like Mrs. Weasley. She's just Yes. They're all charmed by him. Well, he's very charming. And he's <laughs> Don't he's a flim flam shim sham man? If there ever was one, yeah, yeah. Um, what other good, good things? So many oh, good things. One of my favorite scenes is when we first meet Buckbeat. I oh, love that. It's, of course, it's a monster, and you course. love monsters. Well, he's so sweet. He well, he can be when approached appropriately. Well, you just have to bow. I just know. Bow. Don't that's be a, a great lesson in like Malfoy. And... Yeah, that's a great lesson in consent. Right. Bow. <laughs> Did she give you the go-ahead? Then you go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you charge at him and are a big, um, big grabby jerk, right. then prepare to get slushed. Call him a stupid bird. Yeah. Yeah. He's no stupid bird. No, no that's a great scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Specifically to the movie. I mean, it's, it's good in the book, too, but in the movie, I like that visual. Mm-hmm. I think, I know it's all animatronics, but man, I mean, yeah. I believe that. Buckbeak exists. Yeah, like he's I mean, he real. was real. I saw him. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, I can fly with him. Right on the Thestrals. Oh, and these crazy. And again, going back to like, see how I love weirdos. What can I say? I like things that are on the fringes and that are beautiful, but also maybe a little bit sad and dark and mm-hmm. different. Like sad and beautiful are like my favorite combination of things, <laughs> and. Like those creatures are the Thestrals are are gorgeous. And, yeah. Oh, the car going feral and saving them against Aragog. Aragog. Oh yeah. Um, the car like the, the, car. the Angelina yeah. coming out. Ford Angelina was it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it going like a feral She's... car makes me laugh. <laughs> she comes out long enough to save them and then goes get, back get into the, the hell woods. Out. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah now i want to watch all the movies i want to re- I reread all of the books yep. i love olivander that's another john hurt is that john hurt yep great actor he was an alien uh was great in that um but like great but terrible yeah <laughs> and i'm like because i yeah and again just really interestingly written he's all about that magic mm-hmm. and even though um like Voldemort, he's like, that was terrible. But you gotta admit, that's really good magic, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jim Broadband, a slughorn? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. This this roly, like, comfortable sofa man. Right. He's like, please don't make me get up. Like, I love, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, read the books, watch the movies, <laughs> go to the conventions, and go to the theme park. Definitely go to the theme park. <laughs> Yes. If you are a Harry Potter, if you are a Harry Potter person, um, I've been fortunate to know some witches and wizards and they put on one incredible show. You get talked to by pictures. Things are moving. Things are happening throughout the whole thing. You get to see where they pull the... little potted guys out of the oh the <laughs> why can't we think and we should have read a book before we damn start. it i know <laughs> I, right now i'm just really impressed with how many actors names i'm remembering because yeah. usually i'm like that... really struggling <laughs> yeah <laughs> the babies that will make you you have to the muffs put your muffs on put your muffs on and then <laughs> you use it in book two to get them unfrozen mm. Uh. <laughs> we'll think of it when we sign off. Yeah, when we when we <laughs> sign off out of here. Uh, Mandrake, Mandrake, Mandrake. Look at you. I had to, yeah. Cindy. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I was about to look it up if I wasn't going to get there. I couldn't just let it be. Um, yeah, Mandrakes are there. That's a hard wall to sit next to because I sat there waiting for people before. Yeah, like, oh, you are is. too annoying. Yeah. I am getting out of here. But it's uh, it's accurate. It's perfect, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, start with the books, then watch the movies, then go to the theme parks and cry <laughs> and right. just weep and right. then support your local um, symphony symphony, yeah. and watch it again and again and again and again and let it help you get through life Yeah, because it's great. Lots of life lessons in there. 
so good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you. Are you so? Are I'm I'm so happy that we talked about this. Me too. I've had you ear. Like I said, I have had a couple people like I can talk about Harry Potter. I'm like I am so sorry. My first Harry Potter episode has to be with Cindy. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not going to have another Harry Potter oh, movie. Of course not. Movie. <laughs> I personally will film it, star in it, and produce it. <laughs> I'm going to write it. It's going to be filmed right here in You're my gonna studio. going to CGI it. Yeah. Wow. Huge, huge budget. This podcast money. So much. Speaking of which, go to patreon.com slash I think you're nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do, but that's I not did. Fun. It's great. It's true. It, Cindy's one of my patrons. <laughs> you get outtakes. You do. They're worth it. Oh, thank you. See? That's why you're here. No, that's not why you're here. You're here because I love you. And this was a wonderful conversation. This was. I love you too. I love you. And I love you, listeners. Um, wonderful. So now it's time to sign off with the signature arm fart, musical arm fart. I've been practicing. Oh, have so. you really? Oh, yeah. Because oh I've God. been terrified that I'm not going to do it right. What? You just have so. to blow on your I, arm. I know that. Okay. Just- <laughs> she got real snippy-eyed with me. I know that. I know. Uh, I know I'm how sorry. to do it. I try to walk my guests I'm through it. I'm 33 into this cast. I, I know <laughs> what happens. I'm just nervous. I'm not going to do it right. Okay. Well, Dry lips. It. Okay. And then we just, one, two, three. <laughs> Best fart ever. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Cindy. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Okay, bye. Bye. Yay. You did so good.